And on this episode of Mike Crispy Unafraid, guys, we are going to give you the unafraid truth of what happened in Georgia last night. Uh, we saw the tea leaves. We saw things coming. The good, the bad, the ugly. We will break it down in unafraid fashion for you, giving you the real story that other people might not tell you because they want to just gaslight you and tell you what you want to hear. We are going to tell you the truth on the show because that's what we're committed to doing. Also, we're going to talk about Zelensky. He won an award for something. Uh, additionally to that, we got the post office spying on you guys. We got them going after President Trump. Derangement syndrome 5.0. Witch hunt. I've lost count at this point. We are are going to break all of that down in this very special tuned up live Wednesday edition of the show. Guys, do me a favor and help keep our streak alive here. We've had great viewership. We've had great rumbles. Help us stay on the leaderboard and help keep Mike Crispy Unafraid, the hottest new show on Rumble. Doing it is very simple. You rumble this video. You hit the plus sign on the browser right under the stream and you hit the thumbs up on your mobile app if you're watching on your phone. Guys, really appreciate it. I'm ready for a big show. Producer Frankie is ready for a big show. And let's go. And hello, everybody. Mike Crispy are coming to you live from New York on this Wednesday, December 7th. Joined in studio by the one and only the most base producer in the game. He is producer Frankie. Frankie, how we doing, sir? Oh, we're doing well. Ah, uh, Frankie and Frankie, today's a big day because it is a uh, Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. We're going to get to that in the next segment because, guys, you guys don't know this about producer Frankie, but he is a ardent student of history. So we're going to talk about that. But before we get started, guys, I want to wish you, because it is December 7th, a Merry Christmas, okay? Merry Christmas. And if you're listening to the show and not watching, I suggest you watch because what better way to get in the Christmas spirit than dancing gingerbread men that you see on the screen? Great job by producer Frankie on that. I yesterday uh, mentioned the Amanda show. Anybody watch that? Nickelodeon before they uh, wokeified it and filled it with pedophiles uh, with the dancing lobsters. Those were the good old days. Uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Speaking of pedophiles, okay? Speaking of pedophiles, uh, the election that occurred yesterday in Georgia should have been won resoundingly. Don't let people tell you that we put up a good fight and we did good and this was a good showing and, you know, all these different things, right? That's what they are telling you and they're trying to cope and pacify and get us to just worry about the next election and the people who run the RNC are just trying to get you to think about the next donation cycle, right? That's it. But guys, we are in historically dark times for a regime running our country into the ground. And that alone should have been the caveat to get us to a clean sweep. Literally, just before people in Georgia headed to the polls, they heard the sitting president, wink, wink, of the United States utter, utter absurdities like this. Frankie, roll it. A border state and not visit the border. Because the more important thing going on, they're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. Oh, it's incredible. Billions of dollars into a new enterprise, an enterprise that Joe Biden can't even pronounce what that enterprise is. Guys, imagine you guys are going to the polls in Georgia. You're an independent voter. Put yourself in their shoes for a second. And you go, wow, wait a minute. Okay, maybe just maybe something's going on at the southern border. Maybe just maybe we should uh, at least balance Washington a little bit more, have a little more Republican than Democrat. You know, maybe have somebody, you got this radical BLM activist, uh, you know, church pastor who you want to talk about, you know, Kanye West and, uh, you know, his stuff. But like Raphael Warnock just is discriminatory, right? Hates Jewish people, totally hates white people. 
and people say, oh, he, he's a good man. He's an example for black leadership. Herschel Walker was just a, was it, well, he was an actor. He was a loser. He was a, he was a fraud, right? That's what they are trying to convince you. And they're trying to say, oh, well, Herschel Walker was such a weak candidate. So therefore him performing as well as he did actually is a win for Republicans. Guys, it is time for a serious autopsy of what is going on in the party. Frankie, we got this here. This is really what happened. Raphael Warnock won the election. And again and again, we saw it with the polling. We saw it come down to the wire. We see a institution, our RNC, our people doing nothing, doing nothing to one, shore up the integrity of the vote. What have they done to shore up the integrity of the vote in inner city Atlanta? Have they done anything about it? Absolutely not. Two, where was the money spent? We're going to talk about that in a minute. Did you spend money? Did you raise money? Where was, oh, they told Donald Trump not to come in. Was that a strategic mistake? I mean, do you think that voters are saying, oh, well, well, President Trump is coming in for rally, so I'm not going to vote for Herschel Walker. All it could have done was galvanize the base. Guys, Ron DeSantis, where was Ron DeSantis coming in for a rally? Guys, where was everybody else? It almost seemed like they gave up once they lost that Senate seat, the other Senate seat with like Oz and Fetterman, and they said, oh, we're not going to get the majority. So let's just move on to the next cycle because being two votes down isn't that bad. We can continue our uniparty games. And then they just told people like DeSantis Trump, just stay out of it. Just stay out of it. We're going to, you know, do this election and do our thing and yada, yada. It almost seemed like the winds were out of the sails before people even went to the polls. And with that low of an enthusiasm drop, which I noticed, and the enthusiasm drop was palpable. I think you could all agree with that. The enthusiasm drop. I believe was intentional because they didn't care about it because there was nothing in the interest of the uniparty for Herschel Walker to win the election anymore once the Democrats had control of the Senate. Now, I think it's incredible what they're saying on mainstream media, particularly on MSNBC. We love talking about Joy Reid. We love MSNBC. My favorite thing to do is show the MSNBC decision desk um, from election night, clips the next day, and talk about their justification of this race. So this is Joy Reid's explanation on the black factor with Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock. We're going to roll this and then give you the truthful take on it. Frankie, roll it. Graham didn't say vote for him because of MAGA. He didn't say, he said vote for him so we can prove we're not racist. Yes. That was his main selling point. He's saying, didn't say vote for him because he would do great things in the Senate, he would get abortion rights, he would do these policy things. He said vote for him because it would make young black folks around the country want to be Republicans, it would inspire people of color to be Republicans, and it would prove we're not racist. But he did Well, that's well, a hell of an argument to make. And he did it while infantilizing the candidate. Correct. Sitting shoulder to shoulder like I mean it was the most ludicrous not only was the message ludicrous but the delivery was something that if there weren't a million things breaking every day I think would have been scrutinized. Always sounds like she's on the vodka. I have to say this because while I was down there the word I heard the most particularly from black voters in Georgia was representation because if the one there are only two there's only two people running they're both black the one that proves if you want to say that you proves America is not racist is clearly Warnock. Right. Warnock right. is an intelligent, articulate right. man who can speak fluidly, who understands the job of being All a All right, amazing. Oh, it was clearly Warnock. Yes, the guy who ran over his wife or attempted to run over his wife with his car, laundered money through his church, ran a slum, was a slumlord in Atlanta where people, dead bodies were showing up in the properties, the low-income properties that he owned. Yes, what a great representation of it. 
Oh, and Herschel Walker. Could, guys, listen. I listened to Herschel Walker's concession speech. I thought it was very good. Obviously, Herschel Walker was not the brightest bulb running. He wasn't the greatest candidate. We're just going to call a spade a spade. But, guys... Herschel Walker could have won that race. And I said this in the thing, uh, Herschel Walker would have been a yes vote for the America First, for the Republican agenda, but they trotted out Lindsey Graham, okay? Yeah, Lindsey Graham is inspiring the bases, okay? They trotted out Ronna McDaniel Romney to the campaign trial. Yeah, Ronna McDaniel Romney is inspiring the bases. And guys, they let Joy Reid seize the narrative on what the right black candidate is, okay? That's what they made this about. Guys, I think Herschel Walker's done incredible things. He's a former athlete. He has businesses. Now he's running for Senate. He found God, right? All these good things. But no, Raphael Warnock, because he is a more of a slick snake oil salesman, and they spend all this money to make him look good. He was the real black candidate, the real hope. Guys, that is a joke. And we continue to try to play the Democrats game. What is the Democrats game? Identity politics, okay? I think, and I contend, that we could have won that race. would have been just in a better position uh, or a better position to win the race if we had a basic white candidate. I don't think it had anything to do with the color of the skin. So, guys, I'm going to be honest. Herschel Walker, I don't think, ran a great campaign, ran a great race. But he totally could have won it. And the reason that he lost, okay, was not just because of his, you know, ineptitudes with politics and all that. Again, it wasn't great on the stump. And he had all the things they unearthed on him. But there's just as much dirt on Warnock. But guys, this is what politics comes down to. Frankie pops on screen here. This is the harsh reality of politics. Now, I ran for Congress. I understand it. This is like monumental. When I saw this, I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is why Herschel Walker lost, okay? Oh, he wasn't a campaigner. He wasn't a good candidate. Guys, John Fetterman literally was a vegetable who couldn't complete sentences unless he was doing it Stephen Hawking style off of a computer, okay? Like, okay, his, his wife, Giselle, led him around with the leash. So don't sit here and tell me that candidate quality is the one thing. Now, listen, I understand candidate quality thing. But, guys, Democrats will vote for a vegetable. Republicans, I guess, they, they, it's, it's a thing that we have, like, this different standard we hold it to. No, guys, that's not it. The problem is, is that in reality, money is what wins elections. Money is how you outvote the fraud. Money is how you secure the election ahead of time. Money is how you run these things with the lawyers, with the mail-in, with the ballot harvesting, with the counter-narratives, with shoring up the voter integrity. Guys, it all comes down to a thing called money, okay? And when you look at this chart here, if you're watching the video, he was outspent, Herschel Walker, by $100 million, now, whose fault is that? Guys, you can't say that the Republicans didn't have money or that there was no money. Guys, there was plenty of money. But guys, where did the money go? Mitch McConnell spent the money on primaries to protect Lisa Murkowski in Alaska because Trump was going after her and endorsed Kelly Toshiba. Guys, Kevin McCarthy raided the RNC funds by spending millions of dollars dispersing it in primaries to protect establishment candidates against MAGA candidates, some of which President Trump literally personally endorsed. Guys, hate to break it to you, but the majority of the population is not about us. And I see people in the comments saying, oh, it's not about money. No, it is about money until we do something about it. Because guys, maybe like if you have a little bit of a disparity, maybe if you're outspent like, you know, 150 million to 100 million, that's a thing. But guys, $100 million. So think about all the people out there who are just the rank and files. They're going by, they're trying to do their job, they're trying to get by in life, right? They don't have time to watch shows like this. They don't have time to really know what's going on. They're very, what I call, 
low information voters. That's not an insult to them. It's just like the reality of life. Most people are not super hyper engaged. So when they see advertisements in their face all day long, television commercials, or they're getting messages literally texted to their phone, or they're getting digital advertisement on their social media, or they're getting all these different mediums of communications, they're going to be more prone to vote for the person. Guys, every business in the history of business has used strategies like this to reach voters. Running for elections in this day and age is literally a marketing campaign as much as it is about candidates and issues. So guys, the leadership is to blame. The leadership is to blame because they did not run an effective business. Because again, essentially a campaign is a business. They did not run an effective business to help get Herschel Walker over the finish line. And that is because they did not really care about Herschel Walker getting over the finish line. I'll say something else about the Democrats that they do very well that Ronnie McDaniel Romney doesn't give an iota about. Guys, Democrats play, they read the rule book. They master the rule book. They bend the rules as far as they can bend them. They do every single medium to reach young voters, new voters, information warfare, lying manipulation. They do the digital better than us. They do television commercials. They don't do it in nauseam. You got some boomer consultant like Carl Rose and we're just going to do television commercials. Guys, people do it in all different ways these, this day and age. The Democrats diversify and they diversify because they can spend much more money and they don't have a George Bush era consultant class that is more concerned with raking in the money, sucking it, and and holding it for the next Jeb Bush-esque presidential campaign. And they don't have leaders that are vindictive that are spending in all these primaries. Because guys, the Democrats rule with an iron fist and hold it down. That's not a good thing, but that's the reality. Republicans, we're trying to break through, but we can't. We should be the party that breaks through, but Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, and Ron McDaniel do not want us to break through because their power is more important than a majority. So guys, this is Ronna McDaniel Romney talking about the election on the eve. And when we saw some BS like this, we should have known that we were going to be in trouble. Roll, Frankie. Campaigned with him quite you're, a you're bit. Ricky. And he's working so hard. He's everywhere across the state. I think there's a couple factors. One, you had 200,000 people that voted for Brian Kemp that didn't vote for Herschel Walker. They voted for Warnock. So why are these Republicans voting for Republicans statewide and didn't for our candidate. And we need them to come out and change you know their the mind. But we need them to do that. I mean, we won eight of nine statewide races in Georgia. Kemp, last time, run by, won by 1%. This time, we won by 7.5%. So Republicans had a great time in Georgia. But today, we need about 1.5 million to turn out so Herschel can, can oh, win this. We'll see how what, an inspiring, are. what an inspiring message there by Ronnie McDaniel. Oh, wow. So you're meaning to tell me that people, and I, obviously there is a massive amounts of fraud that occur. That hasn't been unearthed. But you're meaning to tell me that all of these people, right, the Raphael Warnock machine, okay, that is working on ballot harvesting and working on basically, you know, rigging it to the point where they can rig it without it being overt, that that much many people, more people, voted for Warnock than Brian Kemp. I'm not buying that. Okay, but the reason they did that, again, was because of the money. The money is controlled and raised and brought in by leadership. Leadership, the RNC leadership, you could almost look at them as the CEOs of these pivotal campaigns because they sit at the top. And guys, what happens when a company is going to the tubes? You clean house and fire them. And that is what we need to do now. They tanked it on purpose as if it was Enron. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with so much more. Do not go anywhere on this tube up Wednesday edition of Mike Crispy Unafraid. 
All right, Frankie, how we doing? All right, fire it off this morning. All right, Frankie, remember that time when the person was like, oh, I hate when you ask Frankie how he's doing. Like, he's doing, it's like, come on, geez, come on. Guys, I love like, it. Guys, producer Frankie's doing good. <laughs> if Look you don't at ask me, I'm a Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a catchphrase at this point. Um, we got just like, it's almost as infamous as bringing the dancing lobsters. I still love that the chat uh, reacted so uh, on point. Uh, when I reference that. So, guys, I love you guys. Love you guys even more, okay? Guys, thank you so much for your support in this show. We're giving you the truth about what happened. Well, Herschel Walker was a bad candidate. Oh, Herschel Walker was a Trump guy. Oh, he couldn't string two sentences together. Guys, as they say on the other side of the pond, that is balderdash. Um... We getting ready for one. Guys, we should have won that election. It should not have been hard. All of the factors are going in our favor. Even if Ronnie McDaniel and Kevin McCarthy act like they're doing good things. Guys, do me a favor right now. We got the Christmas things going here. We got the gingerbread. Guys, do me a favor and help keep our show growing and prospering and rumble this video. Also, please drop a comment below, okay? Below this stream. If you drop a comment, I will read the comments. I will answer the comments. Uh, I'm not going to be in on Friday. I'm going to have an amazing special report edition that we're preparing for you. It's going to be really funny, um, so stay tuned. So I'm going to have some time to read through your comments. So guys, do me a favor and drop a line below of where you are watching from because I love interacting with you guys. I love to do it for you guys. Frank, can you pop the live chats on super quick? Are you able I'd to do that? I would love to. All right, let's do it, guys. Put the live chat on. Why isn't it Ronnie D's fault? Um, guys, uh, yeah, I said that the Santa should have been campaigning there um, in Georgia. I thought that he should have went. Um, I thought Trump should have went too, but they told him not to go. The uh, Georgia GOP begged him not to. Oh, we got the black chat. We got the, uh, yeah, the was... dark mode chat. Uh, guys, great to see you, Lord Fishy, Greg77. Um, great to see you, Carol, Lauren Cole. Great to see you as always. Um, Florida girl, Crispy won't be in uh, in on Friday. He'll be sipping that Bailey's. No, I'm not going to be sipping that Bailey's. Wait, I got a great question here from Pat FNDR. Mike, what do you think of Phil Murphy's transform Transformer appointment to CEO of Civil Servant Allison Chris Myers? We got the teeth. Guys, Phil Murphy's running for president, okay? Just so you guys know, if you don't know the name, Phil Murphy, the governor of New Jersey, he right now he's getting hair plugs, he's getting new teeth. He's basically remaking his image because he's going to run for president of the United States in 2024. You heard it here first. Guys, we got Florida in the house. We got Northwest Jersey in the house. Uh, we got San Antonio in the house. We got Wyoming San in the house. Wyoming in the house. And guys, everyone loves it. This is supposed to be a Christmas decoration, guys. The Bailey's like getting into the holiday spirit. Um, amazing. We don't have Frankie's dog in this on the on the screen today. That's okay. Um, she's sleeping downstairs. Uh, great guys, with Steven he, Susan. He great to see you. He's sleep. Oh yeah, I'm thinking Lola. Lola, Louis. Um, uh, yeah, how dare I? We'll get both in the studio Louis. soon. Um, Lola's a much bigger dog, so Lola would not be sleeping. Though. Lola would be running around. Um, guys, thank you all for watching this episode here. I see the chats rolling in. Uh, we got a. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with Trump, New Jersey. No thanks. Hey, I'm from New Jersey, but our governor is a disgrace. Yes, absolutely. Um, I love the after hours chat the other day. I missed it live. Thank you for tuning into that. We're going to try to do that every month or so. And guys, let's roll right back on into it. We got a great segment for you here on what we call Trump derangement syndrome. Nobody wants to touch this topic. We're going to touch it because um, I guess Fox News just does it. They just like Trump is like the boogeyman. They don't want to talk about it. All right, let's roll right back into it. All right. And we Amanda are... Collins says you had a cute dog, Frankie. So there <laughs> thank we go. you. Thank you. <laughs> We're on in five, four, three, two, one. 
one. Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here, coming to you live on this Wednesday, December 7th, as we are breaking down the unafraid truth on what the hell happened in Georgia last night. Guys, it was a disgrace, but unfortunately, it was a predictable disgrace. And like everything these Democrats do, it is predictable, their strategy. It is predictable how they're going to beat us. And we sit there, and we take it, and we either do nothing to fight back, or we let them steamroll us because our opposition that we are fighting back with is so utterly weak. Guys, Democrats have no problem weaponizing every institution of government control, the law, the legal system, and the media. They have no problem doing it, okay? And it is more encapsulated than anything else than how they continue to go after Donald Trump. Now, I say this to all the people who are saying, oh, we don't know about Donald Trump for 2024. I ask you this. If Donald Trump was not the biggest threat in 2024 to the establishment, why would they continue to be going after this guy? Like every single day, it's the lawfare. It's the legal stuff. It's the, it's the, it's the Salem witch trials over. It's insane. Because it's derangement syndrome, okay? Hate to break it to you. Crimes are being committed right now, white-collar crimes, by every single Democrat donor as it pertains to avoiding taxes here and there, as it pertains to the tax code and hiring lawyers and accountants, as it pertains to literally laundering your tax dollars and not being able to account for $2 trillion of Pentagon money. Okay, but let's go after Donald Trump's small improprieties in benefits that were tax free in his Trump organization real estate company 20 years ago. Oh, but guys, we finally have the smoking gun on Donald Trump. We started it in 2015. They were bound to find something in this treasure trove of witch hunt that they do time after time. Frankie, I think they finally got Trump. They finally got him. Roll the clip. Guilty on all counts. We have a verdict. It is guilty on all 17 counts. Uh, just in moments ago, after about 10 hours of deliberations. And you're right, Hallie, this is a case against the Trump Corporation, two entities of the Trump Corporation. There were no named individuals. Former President Donald Trump was not named, but certainly this this is his family company. Just this is holding his a pen on the street. This is his business. This Trying is his reputation. Like this is all. Hey, there you go. Huh? This is all. This is his family. The walls are closing in on Donald Trump. This is the time. We're finally going to get him. He's on the ropes. He's going to jail. Guys, he had to pay a million dollar fine. Uh, his billion dollar company paid a million dollar fine and they will take and twist and spin and, and, thea and theatric size every single element of which he has a business problem where they spend millions of your taxpayer dollars to investigate, dig, dig, dig to find something. I think it's amazing when Trump, this is all they've been able to find with the absurd resources that your tax dollars have funded to dig in. So it's like, listen, even the people I know, and listen, I talk to all the people, right? Obviously, you know me, I'm a day one Trump guy, but I talk to the DeSantis bros and the other people. And even them, the ones who think that Trump is not the guy in 2024, obviously those people are, you know, idiots. But uh, those people even say that this is ridiculous what they're doing. And it must mean that they're afraid of him. Even I can, I can even get them to admit that when I have that discourse. But guys, Alvin Bragg, who is the DA, the district attorney of Manhattan, when he is not arresting shop owners who kill people trying to rob their store and impale them with a knife, when he's not locking those good people up, okay? That was a story in the New York Post. You look that up. He is going after Trump. And again, Going on TV, he sounds like Adam Schiff. It's always like, well, 
there's not much out there right now. There's not much evidence right now on President Trump. And, you know, he has this little thing going on, but is there more to come? And right, and Adam Schiff would always go, yes, I've seen the evidence. It will be out very soon. It's like Alvin Bragg is doing the same thing, but in chubby black form. Roll it, Frankie. Evidence. Um, why does it not lead that to poor chair. charging Donald <laughs> Trump himself? So, you know, as I said back in April uh, in a statement, investigations ongoing. Mm -hmm. This is one chapter. Um, I caution people against reading ahead. Uh, we needed to focus on this uh, and do what I thought you know, the, the, the public servants in my office, the superb oh, yeah. job they did in the courtroom. That was the focus. Uh, but as I said, the investigation's ongoing. There are other matters why that part of the team was in court, you know, for the world to see and putting these facts out. We had other people back advancing the ball. Yeah, yeah. We had other people back. You better believe it. No, we're never done. We will keep going after this guy until literally he's 100 years old. Guys, Alvin Bragg, think about it. He said in the public's interest, that's what the public wants us to do. Guys, New York City's in utter disrepair. Criminals are roaming free. Bail is zero dollars. People are getting swung and hit in the head with baseball bats and random acts of mental illness violence on the streets. They're roasting rats. I saw that they're literally roasting and eating Eating rats. That's Alvin. Do you see that one, Frankie? No. That, what? I, so we'll show that. We'll show that next week's show. But I, guys, that's the New York Manhattan that Alvin Bragg presides over. But the public interest of the people is to go after Trump. We're gonna, guys. You guys think I'm crazy? I'm gonna find that clip of them roasting and eating the rats. All right. So, guys, you got Alvin Bragg going after him, and then you got the turncoats and the traitors, okay? Michael Cohen. Remember that guy, Michael Cohen, right? The sleazeball that he is. Now, he worked for Trump for a while, and as soon as the going got tough, he 100% turned on him because, obviously, he's in it for himself, and he made a deal. And, guys, Michael Cohen, okay, was, was a total Democrat. Um, and I think he fell out with Trump on ideological lines. I mean, he literally can't stand any conservative thing for the people. He's a lifetime Democrat sleazeball, Michael Cohen, 100%. And guys, Michael Cohen also wants you to know now that because President Trump was found guilty of some tax impropriety where he's pay a million dollar fine, which is nothing compared to what these other co companies are doing, right? Little thing, right? That they make a big... The walls are closing in. The Trump organization is shutting down. This is the end of Donald Trump 10.0. Roll it, Frankie. What, what should people take from today? The host. end of the beginning, the beginning of the end? I hate her Trump so much. Well, it's certainly the end of the Trump organization. Um, I think this is also going to make the Attorney General Tish James's case easier uh, for prosecution as well as the ultimate determination but yes this is what i would refer to as the death spiral for the trump organization oh, I love it. it's the death spiral is this the beginning of the end the beginning of the end to these people has been happening since 2015 it is literally laughable and they continue to purport it with no shame and i say again if they were not so afraid of Donald Trump, why would they continue to be obsessed with him and sticking him to some type of legal thing that will get him not to be able to run for president? Guys, that is the goal here, okay? And it's been going on since 2015. And Michael Cohen, they go, the lady, the host, Frankie's favorite host, fawns over him. Oh my God, you always tell it like it is, Michael Cohen. Thank you so much. It's like, guys, Michael Cohen is literally paid by the deep state Democrats to say bad things about Donald Trump and be the quote-unquote former Trump guy. 
Guys, it's a joke. Speaking of people that were put up as a joke, as a front to act tough and go and be a darling of liberal media, you guys remember Michael Avenatti, who definitely who definitely can't be watching the show right now because uh, he's behind bars for the next 14 years, so he will not see an episode of the show ever. Definitely never see this broadcast. Guys, Michael Avenatti, remember this? Little flashback of Michael Avenatti, Michael Cohen. We just have to savor it because he was the guy who was going to take Donald Trump down. Well, Frankie. Shocking or surprising thing to come out of the hearing today that I just returned from was that my understanding is is that in connection with the raids that the FBI conducted at Mr. Cohen's house, the hotel room and the office, they seized somewhere in the neighborhood of 16 cell phones, uh, including a couple Blackberries. Now, I don't know about you, but the last time I had a Blackberry was some time ago. So what that says- I love my Blackberry, but yes, I hear you. Yeah, I used to love mine too, but that was about 10 or 12 years ago. So what that tells me is, is that Michael Cohen had the propensity when he changed phones to keep his old phone, uh, put it in a drawer or in a box Uh, or something. idiot. Um, first of all, Hillary Clinton had a BlackBerry literally as of uh, what, two years ago? Picture with a BlackBerry? I think, I think until she melted yeah, it. With they, acid. Yeah, until she literally destroyed it with bleach bit. But Michael Cohen kept it. So Michael Cohen kept his phones. So basically, you got Avenatti uh, basically bringing Cohen in. Oh, he's totally incredible, right? Because Avenatti was totally credible. Now Avenatti's doing 14 years. He's nowhere to be found. And the guy that was deemed un- uncredible by Michael Avenatti, who now is uncredible, is the darling Michael Cohen taking the place of Michael Avenatti, saying that it will be Trump's downfall. Guys, you see how pathetic and stupid this is? Like, it is such a joke. And again, like, Fox News has been, like, embargoed from covering Donald Trump at this length. So it's like, oh, you keep talking about Trump, talking about Trump. Guys, this is news, okay? This is news. This is real. This is the weaponization of the levers of taxpayer-funded government to go after a private citizen, somebody who literally uh, 80 million people support, right? Because that's probably the amount of votes that Trump actually got. 80 million people support. And it's just plain mentally ill and wrong. And everyone agrees with it. And everyone sees the hypocrisy. Everyone sees what happened with Twitter and the Twitter files. And they say, oh, it's all conspiracy. All these Republicans who are saying that they continue to go after Trump, that's because they're blinded by Trump because they love Trump and all this. Guys, the Democrats are blinded, one, by, I guess, the, the Satanists who control them, the New World Order, the money, all these things. Guys, those people, I say it all the time, they project on you what they are doing to a T. Donald Trump is corrupt while they're literally rigging the game with the FBI and with Twitter, okay? Christopher Wray, who was installed as the FBI director as a nuclear bomb because Chris Christie was spiteful that he didn't become the attorney general. He screwed over Trump in that capacity. Christopher Wray had a guy on his payroll as, a, as one of his top people, that guy goes, goes to Twitter, and then is the guy who is blocking releases in the Twitter files. Guys, so the Democrats literally do all the corruption and double dealing that they accuse Donald Trump of doing. Here is Cash Patel breaking it down just yesterday into what's going on with Twitter, the FBI, the real corruption at hand. Roll, Frankie. Oh, about this invest or about this release. And maybe there's more coming. But I know James Baker was a central figure in orchestrating the largest criminal enterprise in Russiagate at the FBI. He was James Comey's number one lawyer and authorized the false FISAs and allowed the FBI to lie to a federal judge. He then got fired as a result of our investigation and has been sitting at Twitter as the number two lawyer for Twitter. 
And if that wasn't bad enough, Perkins Coie, the law firm that funneled the money from the Steele dossier and hijacked the FISA court and corrupted the FBI, is Twitter's outside counsel. Are you telling me I'm to believe that James Baker, since he left the FBI, has not talked to the press, even though we caught him leaking sensitive information as general counsel to the press? Are you telling me he has not communicated at all? With James Comey, guys, or what a joke! But remember when Donald Trump wanted to fire James Comey, and they said they can't fire James Comey. He is a man beyond reproach. And then he leaves, and the next day he's doing interviews with every single left-wing whack job you can imagine. Guys, you just heard here, Cash Patel say James Baker, the man who Elon Musk fired yesterday because he was blocking the release of the Twitter files because there were things they definitely did not want them to see. Because what came out with, with as, as it pertains to the FBI with the Twitter files, you didn't see much coming there, right? Why? Because James Baker got this nice parachute because big tech is in bed with the FBI, the FBI that the mainstream media told you was run by Republicans. Remember, oh, James Comey is a Republican. Christopher Wray is a Republican. So for them to be stepping out against Donald Trump like this must mean that Donald Trump is just anti-America. Remember, that was the narrative. Guys, it is all unraveling right now. And thank goodness that Elon Musk is doing what he's doing and that he fired James Baker, but the corruption was existing and these people should go to jail before anything before Donald Trump gets a $1 fine. But guys, we talked the other day about Rudy Giuliani being fully vindicated. And as we're wrapping the segment here on Trump derangement syndrome, and as we also know as of last week that the laptop, everything was totally real. Everybody knew about it a year in advance. The FBI knew about it literally a year before it came out, surveilled Rudy Giuliani to give Twitter the heads up to know when to crush the story, okay, and block the New York Post. That is the most corruption double dealing we could imagine. And it should have, as Rudy Giuliani astutely points out here, should have been the basis not even to have one of the phony impeachment trials on its face. Listen to Rudy sum it up perfectly. Add to that, they sat through that impeachment that would have been uh, unnecessary if they had revealed the laptop showing that Joe Biden was involved in the Ukraine Bingo. thing uh, up, to his, up to his ears, and that everything that Trump said was true, that uh, Trump would have actually violated his Oh, wow. So that's incredible. So he makes a great point there. They wouldn't have had the impeachment investigations if the laptop, which the FBI covered up, if it was brought to the surface in the right way, because then we would have said, wait a minute, Donald Trump asking Zelensky at the time to investigate Biden, who was totally guilty in this Ukraine corruption with Hunter. And they said, oh, it's unsubstantiated. It's not true. Donald Trump is convincing the foreign leader, head of state to investigate his political opponents. That is treasonous. No, guys, they knew the laptop was real. They knew the smoking gun was there and that Biden is a corrupt, institutional, illegitimate president and would be, okay, because he's literally guilty of treason. But they went through with the impeachment investigation anyway. Guys, that shows perfectly encapsulated that the system is utterly broken right there nullifies the impeachment, nullifies Joe Biden being a legitimate president and legitimizes our concerns that everyone said, oh, James Comey's a Republican. Christopher Wray is a Republican. That that was 
utter BS designed to do what, guys? Take down Trump because the Trump derangement syndrome is real, continues to be real, and it's going to get even worse here as we gear up for 2024. We are going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more of my Chris Banner Do not go anywhere. All right, Frankie, how we doing? We are doing. Guys, listen, I am so appreciative for your support today, guys. I am so appreciative for your support. Um, And guys, do me a favor and drop a line in the comments below of where you are listening from. It is so great. We have over 900 people watching. Over 900 people watching the stream. Let's get that up to 1,000. I've seen it as pop as high as 930 uh, actively watching. Guys, let's get... 500 rumbles by the end of this live stream. I'm going to refresh it right now. We are at 375. Guys, do me a favor right now. If you haven't done it yet and you're joining us, click the plus sign on the browser right under the live viewer ship. Click the thumbs up on the mobile app. And if you do that, you will rumble this video and help us stay on top of the leaderboard. Guys, your rumbles and your support is what makes this show go. Literally, we do it for you. We're the only network truly beholden to nobody based on a free speech foundation here on Rumble. So guys, so grateful for that. Drop a line in the comments below. It's all thanks to you. We're going to do live chats in a second. But first, I want to tell you guys about the sponsor of our show today that makes this possible. And guys, that is CB Distillery. These are crazy stressful times, guys. So what is your solution to relax? Well, if you haven't tried CBD, you haven't experienced complete relaxation. CBDistillery.com has the best CBD products, including their top-rated Synergy Plus collection. No prescription needed, and it's delivered right to your door. This delivers a sense of calmness and well-being that'll make you wonder how you manage life without it. So what could possibly be this effective at taking the edge off of life and delivering a sense of chill that you've never experienced? Well, guys, it's called Unwind Synergy plus THC and CBD, and it's only available from cbdistillery.com. You must be 21 years or older to order. Unwind Synergy is remarkably formulated, and the bottom line is if you could use a little peace and calm in your life from a natural product that is not big pharma engineered, well, guys, then Unwind Synergy is for you. And with over 2 million customers out there, Frankie, I think it might be a customer, CB Distillery is a source that you can trust. So, guys, visit cbdistillery.com and click on Synergy Plus. And at checkout, enter promo code LFA for 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LFA for 15% off your order at cbdistillery.com. Break away from big pharma drugs. I don't take any man-made big pharma BS drugs. Absolutely not. All natural, baby. Guys, cbdistillery.com, not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Coda, Frankie, how we doing? Oh, we are doing. All right, let's pop this live chat here. Uh, got Larry Rhea says, I'm done listening to politics. Come on, Larry. Come on. You're one of our favorite people. I'm kidding, Larry. We understand. It gets crazy. Come back and join us tomorrow. We'll have a great show for you. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, no, it is. It's a little overwhelming. Guys, great to see you all. We got uh, uh, Iris Hannah Orglier in the house. Great to see you. We got some New Jersey. We got a lot of New Jersey in the house tuning in. That's the Crispy for Congress fan base there. Great to have my fellow New Jerseyans in the house, guys. A lot of Arizona, I always notice, too, in the house, which is great. And now we are well over 400 rumbles. So, guys, thank you so much for that. Let's get to 500 by the end of the show. Uh, gonna, We asked for a shout-out. Uh, Springfield, Illinois, shouting out. Never been to Springfield, Illinois. Sounds like a wonderful place. Um, Carla, what are you trying to get me to see? We have to get Trump to start posting on Twitter again to reach 80 million. He is not reaching them all on truth. 
I 100% agree with you. I would 100% agree. I am under the, the, the uh, prescription that he needs to go back on Twitter. And it will be bigger than ever, especially with Elon Musk not limiting his reach. All right, Frankie, let's get right on back into it. All righty. We are on in. Five, four, three, two, one. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy are coming to you live on this Wednesday, December 7th. Guys, I am so grateful for the support you have shown this show. And if you can't listen to every single episode live, do me a favor and subscribe and download our podcast, okay? So I understand you guys are busy. Holiday season's coming up. You're on the go. Guys, go to Apple Podcasts right now if you have an iPhone like me, or go to Spotify if you don't have an Apple iPhone, and you can just pop in Mike Crispy Unafraid wherever you get your podcast. Hit the little plus sign in the top right-hand corner on Apple Podcasts. Boom, you're subscribed. Go to Spotify, little follow button. Boom, you're subscribed. Leave a five-star review if you can, and to help us grow by following us on all mediums. Our podcast is literally now taking over the Apple podcast charts. So guys, the Mike Crispy Unafraid movement is real and your support is literally the lifeblood to get us there. So guys, please go download and subscribe to the podcast. It will mean a lot and you'll never miss an episode if you want to listen to it twice. I had the, the best comment ever, Frankie, the other day. They said to me, they said, I listened to Mike's show twice just so I could fully understand everything he's saying because one, it's very informative. Two, he says it very fast. I understand. I try to slow down, but I'm Italian. So guys, thank you all for that. Go subscribe. And Frankie, before we roll into this uh, post office thing, uh, today's Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, Frankie. So give us your take because guys, there's a little history lesson to be had here. So Frankie, we got time. I'm going to make the time here for you. <laughs> Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. Guys, we said producer Frankie's a student of history. Frankie, tell us about Pearl Harbor's Remembrance yeah, Day. Yeah, so actually this is a pretty, uh, pretty you know, known crowd, thing crowd at this is point. loving this, by the way. Yeah, love, okay. Love it. Right. So basically uh, with, you know, uh, more recent FOIA uh, documents that have been released, it's pretty clear to to anyone that uh, the, the government knew uh, – full well that the uh, attacks were going to happen, but they did absolutely nothing because they needed a reason to uh, hop in to the, to the war. So you're telling Facts. me, Frankie, that the government that the government would know an attack was happening on its people and do nothing about it. And that FOIA, literally, it's not some crazy conspiracy theory, but public information would be out there to totally validate your words there that the government knew it was coming. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Wow, guys. Yeah. Incredible. It's so guys, not, it's not great. So, guys, we remember the fallen on Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day 100%. But at the same time, now these, this information comes out. What do you think the government is doing in this day and age? We have so much. We're going to talk about that tomorrow, a little bit more about uh, government PSYOP stuff because not a lot of people dig into that because they're afraid or they're told not to. We don't care. We do it. And, guys, speaking of that, and we always are uh, down to uh, uh, unleash the truth about government PSYOPs and controls and really strange things that they're doing with your money, your tax dollars. Guys, the latest of that is the saga going on with an institution that shouldn't be controversial, okay? Look at and that, that neck. Is, well, we got the, uh, we're on the, uh, the next one here, Frank. I know. Uh, but we have to put Christopher Ray on there. And that is the post office. So not just the FBI, okay? Christopher Ray, bad guy, spying on you. He's putting his lawyers in Twitter. He's got a really big neck, almost as big of a neckline as Chris Christie. Just kidding, it's literally half the size. Nobody will touch Chris Christie in a BMI 
uh, obesity category. He will never be defeated in that. But guys, lawmakers are teeing up investigations right now of postal service snooping on Americans. You saw the incredible graphic there. Guys, and the Democrats don't want to do anything about this. They don't want to touch it. But just so you know, postal inspectors have been illegally spying on conservative Americans now for years. And when Congress retakes the House, the House Oversight and Reform Committee has the U.S. Postal Service in its crosshairs for an investigation of allegations that postal inspectors snooped on Americans via their social media accounts and online activity. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought the Postal Service is supposed to, you know, take mail, deliver it to people's houses on time, and that was it. No controversy. Oh, but then now with USPS, what, what always happens, Frankie? It happens to me a lot. I get like a notification that says, this was delivered. And then I go to the front desk in my building. So I live in a, I live in a building with, you know, doorman and they, they take the packages in. And it's like, nope, it hasn't been delivered yet. Nope, it hasn't been delivered yet. Right? My parents. Oh, oh, I sent you a thing. It says USPS delivered it. Nope, hasn't been delivered yet. So maybe the post office isn't doing well, Frankie, because they're spending half their budget on spying on Americans hiring social media investigators. Yes, Frankie. Right. No, it just, it, this really sucks because I love my mail lady and I cannot trust her anymore. I will not look at her the same. <laughs> That's incredible. Ruining everything. Guys, so your postal service workers are after you, I guess. Uh, it is quite ridiculous. Ridiculous. And guys, leave it to the Democrats to now defend the most bureaucratically weighed down institution. If there are any postal workers out there, you're one of the few, the proud, the good. Okay, just like in journalism, I'm one of the few, the proud, the good. Most of them, if you go in there, literally they have half a pulse. You try to get something sent. Those are not the people doing the spying. They got cunning people, brave people. They're paying the maximum government salary behind the scenes to spy on you. They just put the dredges out there, the ones who are actually in charge of doing, you know, the basic function of the postal office, and that is like mailing your stuff, right? It's so ridiculous. But, right, roll this flashback. When President Trump was trying to hold the post office accountable and do something to either hold them accountable or shut them down or take away their funding. They said it was actually a conspiracy theory by Donald Trump to rig elections. Roll it, Frankie. I think the president, <laughs> it's clear, is intentionally trying to defund the Postal Service and block us from voting and disenfranchise and suppress the vote for potentially millions of Americans across the country. I think the president is clearly Classic trying to sabotage this election and <laughs> snatch victory away from a race he seems very clearly to be losing. Oh, but it's amazing. Yes, die. yes. Hey, guys, it's not just some random nerdy dweeb contributor. The other guy definitely is, right? And they're all, oh, it's, oh it's CNN has the record for lowest per capita testosterone of guests <laughs> on their air at all times. Donald Trump is trying to destroy the post office to steal democracy, right? That's what they said. Uh, no, he knew it was a bureaucratic hellhole and he was trying to hold them accountable and withhold some funding because they get all this crazy funding and they can't even deliver packages on time. But they're snooping on citizens through the post office. Guys, I think it is so incredible how they do that. And I'm going to I'm gonna juxtapose it with this. I think it is so incredible how they do that. And they still can't figure out. They can spy on you through the post office to figure out what's going on, but they cannot do anything. They still don't know who planted the pipe bombers. And we still don't know where this guy Ray Epps was. Roll it, Frankie. President Trump is finished speaking. We are going to the Capitol. It's that direction. That's where our true problems lie. President Trump is done speaking. We are going to the Capitol. That's where our problems are. Okay, folks, we need your help. As soon as President Trump stops speaking, we are going to the Capitol. The Capitol is in that direction. Let people know. Spread the word. 
<laughs> All right, we're good. That's my favorite clip ever because it's like so obvious that, you know, Ray Epps is obviously a Fed and that this is what the government is spending their money on. They're supposed to go after real criminals, but they literally are hiring secret agents at the post office to spy on you. And they're hiring people like Ray Epps to go into the crowd, whip them up on January 6th. But we still don't know where the pipe bombers are because we don't have the resources to figure that out. Right. Of course. Yeah. They could track you down with a $600 Venmo, but they can't figure out who put the pipe bombs or who this guy Ray Epps was. Right. Who clearly had no problem being out front on January 6th. But guys, I've always said it. They do not want to know what happened on January 6th. And I have been talking about also on the show with the theme. And I get a lot of positive reinforcement for this about the way that we're exposing Kevin McCarthy day in and day out on the show like few others. I appreciate that support. Guys, I'm getting like true social getter messages about it. Thank you to those who are sending me that. Guys, Kevin McCarthy, of course, of course, totally goes along with the January 6th narrative. He went and spoke at and validated this ceremony for, I guess it was the police officer who committed suicide after the fact. Nothing for Ashley Babbitt. Not talking about that, a veteran who got killed. No, Kevin McCarthy is, is literally playing along with the Uniparty Games, speaking at this January 6th event when he knows damn well, because he's not stupid, he's sinister, that it was a false flag operation. Roll, Frankie. ...to their service and sacrifice on John, January 6th. These brave men and women in uniform stood strong in the line of duty for our country, and we're forever grateful for that. This congressional gold medal commemorates their courage, professionalism, and patriotism. There's no more fitting place to show our gratitude than the rotunda of the Capitol, a room that is a symbol of a sacred building, a symbol of a great nation, a symbol of freedom and self-government. Uh, no, it is a symbol of corruption, uniparty games, influence trading, and selling out the American people, and staging one of the greatest false flag operations since, I don't know, the last round of Ukrainian money laundering. So, <laughs> and Brian McCarthy supports that too. So guys, our government system is broken. Somebody said the other day, we are literally at this point, in some ways, no better than these than these third world countries and these autocrat countries. What do they do? They spy on their citizens. They manipulate the media. They put out fake stories. They weaponize taxpayer-funded institutions to come after private citizens. They don't agree with. How are we better? Right? How are we better? The answer is we are not better, and we are literally going in the ways of China. We're going to wrap this segment here with I think it was the most bizarre story of all time. These are now the future. This is the robot police force to maintain order. Roll it, Frankie. Now, where lawmakers are taking a second look at the use of yeah, weaponized police robots. Remember, <laughs> last week, city officials voted to permit the use of remote-controlled robots armed with explosives in extreme situations where lives are at stake. Yeah, let's just have robots. Absolutely. Nothing can go wrong there. We're going to have the They're taking a second look at the robot enforcement brigade. Very normal stuff. Literally, it's what they have in a, in a uh, nation called China, okay? And maybe that's why they go after Trump, because he was uh, holding China accountable. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back at the wrap of the show. Do not go anywhere. All right, Frankie, how we doing? Oh, we're fired up. Guys, great fired show today. today. We're doing great today, Frankie. We're, we're holding anywhere between um, eight and 900 live viewers. Wonderful. Guys, appreciate that. We know you're getting the news all day long. You know, you're listening to uh, Jeremy's show at 9. Then you're listening to Loud at 10, Loud Majority. You're listening to Jeremy. And when you guys stick around for us, it means a lot. Because we know there's a lot of hours of news going on. But come on, I mean, how can you? Listen, we're the most, we're the most well-dressed show in the whole thing. So how can you not? But uh, guys, appreciate the support. Appreciate you guys sticking around and watching this show. We try so hard every single day to give you a product that the mainstream media is not and do it in a way, in a fast-paced, hard-hitting, high-tech, 
way that no other show can deliver, myself and producer Frankie. And guys, we got big things coming, okay? Like seriously, Frankie and I are like working it here. You guys don't even know yet of what we have planned, but we got big things in the works here big on My Crispy Unafraid, okay? <laughs> Taking our show to the next level in 2023. So guys, thank you so much for your support. Our success and our continued success is all made possible to your support, uh, for your support, uh, by your support rather, and uh, supporting our sponsors also goes a huge way. And guys, Christmas time is coming up, so what better way to support us and support the great Mike Lindell and support Made in the USA workers and support a great company than to shop for Christmas at MyPillow. Guys, MyPillow.com, they have so many amazing products, not just pillows, Giza Dream Sheets, dog beds, slippers, you name it. Uh, I have a blankets from them. It is an incredible, incredible company. And if you go to MyStore.com, Mike Lindell also owns that. So many amazing household products. So if you're going to go to Home Depot or you're going to go to someplace, guys, go to MyStore.com and shop for stuff there because that's all, again, made by USA Entrepreneurs. And if you enter promo code CRISPY at checkout, you will save up to 66% off your order. Wonderful, wonderful. So thank you guys for supporting. Um, and thank you guys for rumbling this video. Frankie, how many rumbles are we at right now? I believe we were at 430. Thank you, everybody. Love Let's that. get that almost to 495 by the end of the show. I think we can do it. So, Alrighty. all right, let's roll on back into it. We are on in five, four, three. Two, one. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here. Guys, I am so grateful for the support you have shown this program. Thank you all for another big day. When we broadcast this show, we see the numbers, and we continually are inspired by your support for us. That is on all of our platforms where we have this show. Rumble, if you're not subscribed to LFA TV, go to rumble.com slash LFA TV and subscribe today. And guys, if you can't catch every episode live, please go download the podcast. Podcast, Mike Crispy Unafraid, on your phone, you take the show on the go, you see my face on the computer or whatever, and you take the show on the go and listen to it. We're so grateful, guys, because somebody's got to give you the real, unfiltered truth, and that is exactly what we are committed to doing on this incredible, upstart, first-of-its-kind network. And guys, this is the reason why we have to have a network like this, is because the mainstream media is officially dead. Zelensky won something couple of things. He didn't win a Screen Actors Guild Award. He didn't win any, a Crisis Actor Award. Guys, he didn't win any acting. He didn't win a Golden Globe or an Oscar. No, guys, Zelensky is racking up the mainstream media legacy hack awards. He won, and this literally uh, was breaking as I was coming into the studio today, he won the incredible Time Person of the Year Award, and he won the Financial Times, which actually I think is even funnier. Uh, Person of the Year Award. I think the Financial Times Person of the Year Award is even better because it's like, all right, let's rob all the global wealth and put it into one money laundering slush fund and then give the guy who was the face of it the Financial Times Person of the Year. What a joke, guys. What a joke. And we have been on Zelensky since day one. And if you like this show and what we're doing and if you like the way that we've been calling out Zelensky since day one, I called him out on Tucker Carlson before it was popular, okay? My opponent when I was running for Congress. Well, Zelensky, Zelensky, Ukraine. Guys, I was on Tucker Carlson at the forefront of this saying that it was a scam and a money laundering operation. And now it is so apparent and so obvious they are just rubbing it in our faces. Guys, they're rubbing it in our faces. And when I find clips to show what a freaking joke this is, I was telling Frankie before this because sometimes I send Frankie things so ridiculous. He goes, is this even real? And I go, Frankie, 
if I can't verify it, I don't put it in the show, right? Yep. So like I see, I see ridiculous, I see so many ridiculous things on a daily basis that don't make the final cut of the show, okay? Because I can't validate it, and I want to give you real news, not fake news. Because you're about to see something that is so ridiculous that. Frankie thought it was fake before I told him that this was on the official Ukrainian Defense Ministry's Twitter account. Here it is. This kind of reminds me of the TikTok nurses during the scandemic. Remember when they were doing all that? I guess dancing on TikTok is the cool thing to do for all of the peons who are going along with an obvious psyop. Roll the clip. Oh my... God. Amazing. I think we're, we're good there, Frankie. The, the volume's a little messed up. But, uh, guys, you see on your screen here, uh, this is uh, a, a Ukrainian troop. This is where your tax dollars are going. This is what it is funding. Uh, really incredible work. I'm sure Vladimir Putin is shaking in his boots. And, guys, it really is incredible uh, that this is what Republicans continue to defend funding to this day. Let me ask you a question, because it's incredible. I end the show with this, and I always point out this duopoly that debunks the entire Ukrainian conflict. If Ukraine has no energy, it's going to be a cold winter, a cold war, all this stuff... I, troops can just dance around. That's totally a normal thing to do when you're when you're uh, when your whole country is under fire and we need to send billions of dollars, or they're all going to die and they're under duress. Yep, totally normal. TikTok dancers, the nurses, when the system's overwhelmed. Yeah, totally normal. Yeah, yeah. No, guys, this is them rubbing it in your face when it is obviously not a real problem. Boom, COVID, just like that. Ukraine, boom, just like that. One fake operation and psyop after the next. And guess what? You pay for it with your tax dollars. And guess what? You tune into this show because we give you the truth in always America first, bold and unafraid fashion. That is the promise of my crispy unafraid. I always say it guys, because we continue to grow exponentially week after week. We are just getting started. We have a huge show tomorrow. We will do a full Ukraine expose detailed like you've never seen before on the heels of Zelensky winning these scam awards. Guys, you're going to want to stick Around for that tomorrow, 12 noon Eastern. Thank you all very much. We appreciate you tuning in and the support. Have a great day.